This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi there, friends. Welcome in. It's our Wednesday edition of this podcast. And greetings from Studio B at the Osher Sports Performance Center. Sean Kelly, Daniel Salerson's also in Studio B with me here today. And we're, uh, we're ready for a good show. We've got lots to talk about, especially on the Saints side. Obviously, with the final preseason game, ready to go tomorrow night against the Baltimore Ravens. 7 o'clock kickoff at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Starts a great weekend of football. Uh, yes, it is the fourth preseason game. I understand that, but it is football on Thursday night. Then we've got all kinds of high school football kicking off the season here in Louisiana on Friday. And then on Saturday, lo and behold, in downtown New Orleans, the LSU Tigers and the BYU Cougars. That's an 8.30 kick on Saturday. That really kind of think cranks things up, and then we'll be into regular season mode here on Airline Drive as the Saints will be in full preparations for the Minnesota Vikings. All right, so we'll talk uh, Saints and Ravens today with Garrett Downing from the Baltimore Ravens. He'll uh, give us uh, some insight as to what their August has been like, and from what I've gathered, not a whole lot of fun. A ton of injuries for the Ravens including their starting quarterback, uh, Joe Flacco, who's yet to participate really in a practice. Uh, we'll ask him, we'll ask Mr. Downing about uh, Joe Flacco's situation, but we won't see him tomorrow night. We'll see a Ravens team, though, that believes they've got some um, some defense going their way. So that'll be interesting uh, to check out. And certainly we'll be checking out all the guys fighting for a roster spot on the black and gold side. So that's a part of our t- show today. Also on the program today is Joe, Jamie Monroe from Easy Day Sports. He's back again, uh, as he usually is this time of year, to get us ready for the Saints 5K run presented by Chevron. That's a week from Saturday, and time is running out to get uh, your registration in for an, uh, an event that's drawn now thousands of people to downtown New Orleans. Uh, the race is very cool. It starts in Champion Square. It ends at the 50-yard line inside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It's become a part of... Uh, uh, our Saints tradition here in helping to kick off the season. So uh, Jamie Monroe as well on today's Black and Blue Report. All right, let's get things started, though, with one of these uh, players that I just referred to a moment ago as looking to break in uh, or break onto an NFL roster, specifically, I guess, in this case, the New Orleans Saints. But really, uh, so many guys playing across the NFL in tomorrow night's preseason finales are auditioning for all the teams uh, one guy in particular is one of our own here from New Orleans, or the New Orleans area, I should say. And that's Arthur Millette, who played his college football in Memphis. The defensive back missed a little time during camp with an injury that's kind of slowed him a touch. But the uh, former Bonnebel Bruin is uh, is hoping to make a big splash tomorrow night, hoping this is a big week for him and a chance to make not only an NFL roster, but that of his hometown team. After practice yesterday, our own John DeShazer and myself caught up with Arthur Millette to talk about this this opportunity. Arthur, just, you know, how is this week going for you from a standpoint of you're one of those probably bubble guys that Coach Payton is talking about. You know, what is it doing to you mentally and what do you feel like you have to do to get on this 53-man roster? I like the pressure. Um, you know, that's how I grew up coming from here. You know what I'm saying? The tough mentality. Uh, I like the pressure and I'm, I'm going to work hard and, and, and show them that I'm, I can make the team. This hadn't been a smooth preseason for you. You got set back with the injury. Just how far did it set you back? And did, do you look at it now like I'm playing catch up? I'm playing rush? 
Um, as a rookie, I think it is. You know what I'm saying? Losing that time is very valuable for me because I was an undrafted free agent. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, me being on the field is big, and, you know, being available is big in the NFL. So, I mean, it kind of set me back a little bit. But, um, you know, like I said, it's a big game for me, and I'm, I'm ready to play. You know, he says he likes you as a nickel corner, but this is a team where there will be some special team spots available specifically for that do you feel like you know thursday is your chance yes sir uh special teams nickel wherever they want me to be i'm just gonna bust my butt play my butt off and you know just run to the ball how hard has it been to get some reps defensively in that secondary considering the depth you guys have oh man i mean that's up to the coaches i you know i mean when they call me i just got to be ready like i said i got to be available when you got the injury did you almost have a deflated moment where you were like, you know, why now? Why me? Yeah, I kind of was in a good groove. Uh, but, you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm going to bounce back. Arthur, have you enjoyed this process more because it is your hometown team? Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Uh, I wouldn't ask for it any other way. I mean, I'm at home, comfortable, right down the street from where I played high school ball from, wearing the same colors. So <laughs> it's like, man, it's, 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 <laughs> it's a dream. Does it, does it make it, I guess, harder this week that – Hey, I'm, if I don't get a chance here, maybe elsewhere, but I would really like to stay here. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to stay here, man. I built a bond with these coaching, the coaching staff, and my teammates. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I want to stay here. I want to play for my city, and I, 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 think I, do, I think I'll do a good job here. Sometimes we ask guys from this area who get the chance to play for their hometown team about that experience, but yet we don't really get the chance to hear from your loved ones. Mm-hmm. What has it been like for them to kind of, through you, be maybe closer to the Saints? I mean, uh... You know, they support me with whatever I do. And, uh, you know, they've been Saints fans before I was born. So, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a win-win situation. So, I mean, it's, it's real love. It's real love. John mentioned special teams. What, what special teams should we look for number 37 on Thursday night? Hopefully everyone. Hopefully everyone. Gunner, punt return, jammer, kickoff, kickoff return, uh, whatever they need me at. That's where I want to be. you have a favorite? Whatever. On the field. On the field. That's my favorite. <laughs> we know you want to make this team, but are you looking at it also as, as what it is, an audition for every NFL team? Yeah, of course. You know, that's what they told us. If you don't make this team, you know, there got 31 other teams out there that's looking at you. So, I mean, I'm just trying to put good film on that. Good film. How much are you looking forward to playing defensively? Because, again, we hadn't seen you a whole lot out there defensively. Um, Hopefully a lot. Hopefully a lot. I know the vets don't play a lot this game, but should be in the four games. So I, I think I'll get my fresh air time. Arthur, do you think about practice squad situations at all? Does that even enter your mind so early in your in your process? Um, <laughs> not really. Uh, I want to make this team. That's my goal: make this team and help them win. Uh, if I, if they want me on practice squad, then I guess I have to do that. But my my goal is to make the fifty three man roster, get on special teams, and, and affect the game. All right, good luck to Arthur Millette and all those uh, basically getting their final auditions tomorrow night uh, and specifically for us, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Okay, let's learn about tomorrow night's opponent, the Baltimore Ravens. We'll do that with Garrett Downing when we come back. If you don't want to miss out on any of the action, get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus text with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today.
Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Tomorrow night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, seemingly the Saints and Baltimore Ravens will enjoy their annual visit during the preseason. <laughs> Seems to be a regular part of the preseason schedule. In New Orleans, obviously, this year, and the Ravens come to town to kind of wrap things up here as we get set for the regular season next week. Garrett Downing with us from Baltimore Ravens Digital Media. Garrett, first of all, welcome. And, uh, and yes, certainly this has become a regular thing, hasn't it, Saints and Ravens in the preseason? Well, we have no problem with that. You know, we've got some good memories of going down to New Orleans. So uh, that's something that nobody from Baltimore is going to complain about. And it's always going to go good to go down there for a preseason game, you know, Super Bowl, whatever it is. We'll take it. Yes. And we enjoy Baltimore as well. Uh, seemingly, though, the Ravens, Garrett, have not enjoyed camp so much. Uh, all I see is negative stuff. Surely there's more to the story. But share with us, if you don't mind, kind of where the Ravens are here as they get set to wrap up camp. Yeah, well, they've dealt with a number of injuries, you know, going all the way back, honestly, till the very end of last season. It started back in January where Zachary Orr, who was a surprising player, former undrafted player, all pro last year, had to suddenly retire because of a previously undiagnosed uh, neck spine condition uh, where doctors said that you're no longer able to play football. And so he was a promising young player who the Ravens were really excited about. All of a sudden he has to retire like that. Um, and then it's just been a trickle effect from there. They've lost, you know, really key pieces of this team. Dennis Pitta uh, led the league uh, in, in receptions by a tight end last year with 86. He suffered his third major hip injury, and he's done for the season. Um, they've lost some offensive linemen, some promising young offensive linemen for the year. They lost a couple of young cornerbacks who they're really excited about, just some significant injuries. So they've been hit hard with the injury bug. And, and by the way, I haven't even mentioned this yet, but the quarterback, obviously Joe Flacco, he hasn't practiced at all during training camp uh, or the preseason because of a back issue. Now, all indications are still that Flacco is going to be ready to go for week one against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, but he has not practiced yet. He just resumed throwing recently. Uh, obviously, he's not going to play in this game Thursday night against you guys. He wasn't going to play in this game regardless, but um, you know, those are kind of a sampling of, of the injuries that the Ravens have dealt with this year, and it's, it's not even September yet, so it's been a tough stretch throughout training camp in the offseason um but you know the Ravens are hoping that some of that stuff's behind them and that you know they start to get some good news with Joe Flacco returning next week wide receiver Rashad Perriman returning next week and then they you know fingers crossed that the injury bug doesn't continue to strike throughout the season yeah no doubt knock on wood there and glad to hear that some of those guys are going to be able to come back Garrett if in this in this sense those situations do bring up opportunities for others. Has anyone else been able to emerge to say, take the spots of some of those key players? Sure. I mean, you, you see the young players that have stepped up, um, you know, like you'll probably see, this is a player who fans will, will watch Thursday night against the saints is an undrafted rookie named Jalen Hill. He's got a pair of interceptions in three preseason games. This is somebody who came to Baltimore as a tryout player for rookie minicamp, undrafted rookie, trying out a minicamp. You know, they say, okay, you can make the 90-man roster, but, you know, everyone knows when you're a rookie tryout guy, your, your chances of making the 53-man squad are pretty slim. He just makes play after play after play, and all of a sudden it's near the end of the preseason, and he's looking like he's going to be on the team. So um, I'm excited to see him, you know, see if he can cap off his preseason with a bang. You know, the Ravens have had some guys that have played well in final preseason games that have solidified their spots on the roster. If you remember last year, final preseason game, Ravens and Saints, same place, 
And uh, there was a guy named Michael Pierce, an undrafted rookie defensive lineman who had a strip sack uh, for a touchdown against you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he ended up making the team and played a really key role last year, and now he's in line for a starting job. So, you know, I know there's always the, the feeling that the preseason game, particularly the fourth one, doesn't really matter. But I tell you what, for those guys that are that are fighting for paychecks uh, and fighting for roster spots, it definitely matters. And that's the, the most fun thing to watch in this game. Even with all the injuries, and, and obviously you're, you're, you're happy that the young guys have emerged, uh, obviously the Ravens must feel like things are heading in the right direction with the extension of John Harbaugh this week. Oh, for sure. You know, he's somebody, he's one of the longest tenured head coaches in the NFL. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, he's won a number of playoff games. He's gone through some really challenging circumstances in those playoff games and, and come up with a lot of wins in tough environments like New England, like Pittsburgh. Um, you know, you can put his resume up there with all the great coaches in the league. Um, obviously, Belichick's at the top of that list with all the rings that he has. But, you know, then there's a bunch of guys that are that are right there in that same category of, you know, like Sean Payton, you know, that, that have won a Super Bowl, trying to get back to that point. Um, and, and John Harbaugh's right there, you know, with those great coaches. So, um, you know, he's, he's somebody that, that, that sets the tone around here, has the respect of the locker room. Um, has built a culture of, of hard work and success. Uh, the players really value that. And, um, you know, I think that I think that everyone in Baltimore is excited to know that you know, he, no, no one thought he was going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but just to, to, you know, have that done and uh, make it clear that, you know, he's extended, extended before the season even starts, I think is a good sign. Two more things uh, here with Garrett Downing from uh, Digital Media on the Baltimore Ravens side. Uh, Garrett, number one, you mentioned, I guess it was Jalen Hill. I'm sorry, is that the name you gave me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the undrafted rookie cornerback, Jalen Hill. Yep. All right, so you gave me Jalen Hill. Is there anybody else who, who would maybe be this year's Michael Pierce? <laughs> uh, well, he's one, you know, uh, somebody else, a couple other guys that you could watch is Saquon Mizell. He's a running back from Virginia. His nickname is Smoke. Um, and he earned that nickname actually when he was in high school because he was out there. He was a freshman in high school, and they told him to go out there with the varsity players, and the varsity players couldn't tackle him. It was like trying to catch smoke. And so uh, that's how he earned his nickname, and, and it's pretty well-deserved. He's shifty. He's elusive. He's great catching the ball out of the backfield. He's actually the Ravens' leading rusher and receiver during the preseason. So uh, he's somebody who's made a strong case for a roster spot. Um, another, I'll give you a couple others. It's interesting. The Ravens have a, a long streak of, of undrafted rookies making this team. Uh, every single year, there's at least one of them. And this year, I think there's potential to be two or three, you know, a few of them, to be honest. Um, and another one is Patrick Ricard. He's an undrafted defensive lineman out of Maine. Um, but the other interesting thing about him is he's getting reps at fullback, too. Um, it's not often you see an undrafted player come in here and start playing two ways, but that's what the Ravens have, have tried with uh, Patrick Picard, and, and he's really impressed the coaches here. And then another one who's going to get a lot of reps this week is Quincy Adeboyjo. He played at Ole Miss, um, you know, so so fans of SEC football, um, you know, might be familiar with him. And uh, he's come in here and he's really flashed in practice. Hasn't put up huge numbers in the games, uh, but he talked this week how he feels like he needs to go out there and makes a lot of plays in this final preseason game to earn his spot on this team. Um, and he's going to get an opportunity to do that this week. Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, last thing, in light of these young players flashing for the Ravens, um, other than that, because of all the injuries to key uh, personnel, Garrett, in any way, are the Ravens using this fourth and final preseason game, say, differently than most of the other teams around the league? No, I mean, the Ravens, for the fourth preseason game, the, the pattern 
that they've taken every season for the most part, particularly since John Harbaugh has been here in 2008, is they don't play their frontline starters. Uh, this is a game for the young guys. Um, so that's not any different. You know, you're not going to see Terrell Suggs and Eric Weddle uh, and Mike Wallace, those guys. You're not going to see them out there. Um, this is a chance for young guys to play. Now, some of these young guys, you know, like I was just saying, they end up playing really well, earn their spot on the team, and then they turn out to be pretty important players, like on Michael Pierce last year. And there's no reason there couldn't be, you know, more of that this season. But, yeah, the Ravens, they're, they're not looking to, you know, I'm sure Drew Brees isn't going to play. No. Um, and, and so they, they use this as a chance to see their young guys, and they don't want to put any, you know, key players at undue risk just, you know, 10 days before the start of the regular season. Yeah, I guess in light of what they've been through as well. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. If, there's any, if there's any season where that's the case, this is the year. Yeah, wrap them all in bubble wrap and, uh, and see you right. next week. All right, right. All right, Garrett, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Good luck to you guys this summing season. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you. Have, thanks for having me on. And uh, stay, stay warm, stay dry down there with all this rain. Absolutely. Saints and Ravens tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Got another timeout on the way. And we'll be right back after this on the Black and Blue Report. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Final segment here on this Wednesday uh, has us looking forward to a week from Saturday. Yeah, it's time to talk about the opening weekend for the Saints. And uh, that also means the Saints kickoff run presented by Chevron Saturday, September the 9th. Of course, the uh, Saints will play at Minnesota on Monday the 11th. But we kick the whole weekend off with the annual 5K run that starts at Champion Square and ends on the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Good stuff. And then, as we've done before, we welcome back Jamie Monroe from Easy Day Sports to kind of give us the lowdown on this year's big event. Jamie, welcome back, and uh, thanks again for getting us ready for the season this way. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, we're very, very excited about this year's event. Uh, the run is in its sixth year. And every year we're we're close to 6,000 participants. So we're hoping all the Saints fans come out in force to support the support the opening game opener, and uh, we get 6,000 fans running down the streets of New Orleans. Hopefully, good weather too. I can't imagine running on a day like today that we're visiting. Hopefully, nice and dry on the ninth. Yeah, New Orleans is pretty resilient, and uh, the streets dry pretty quick. And uh, you know, we've had great luck the last uh, five years, so we know we're going to put on a great show on the 6th, and people will come out, uh, rain or shine, assuming there's no flooding, and then uh, show up in force and have a great party in Champion Square and, and run a 5K as well. Before I ask you about the course itself and whatnot, um, what, are there a, is there a deadline that folks need to be aware of the, as far as registration goes? Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're coming into about 10 days out. The race is September 9th. Um, next Tuesday is the last price increase where it goes up to that kind of late entry pricing. Uh, 
So we're actually sending out emails and notifications this week saying, it, you know, sign up now so you can get in at the, uh, the $50 standard pricing um, and show up. It includes a, a very, very nice technical key this year, Saints branded, uh, of course, a finisher's medal, and then awards for top five and in, in, uh, five-year age groups, or excuse me, top three and five-year age groups. Um, also, there's the Bud Light Party in Champion Square, and, and which everyone is a fan favorite, and then a, a great band uh, uh, to, to close things all up. You know, it, it's. I'm glad you mentioned all that's included in the price. I think the other thing, too, is that uh, here's your chance to, to be on the field at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Is that is that a highlight for a lot of the runners, Jamie? Yeah, I, you know, finishing inside the dome, so one, is air conditioning. You know, historically, first week of September, it's pretty hot. Um, so it's a great way to finish and cool off quickly. Um, but it's also the opportunity to be down at field level, uh, you know, see what the players see. And, you know, the opportunity that you really don't get outside of, uh, the, you know, the Saints kickoff run is being on the field. Tell me about the course itself. Is it is it similar to what we've had in the past? Yeah, same course, uh, you know, very exciting. Uh, runs down Poydras, down into the French Quarter, um, heads down South Peters and then North Peters and turns around before coming back. A quick little segment on Chapatulis. Um, and then it runs around uh, Stadium Way and comes in the, the main tunnel. So we set up the big inflatable uh, arch that the players get to run through, um, and then they finish right on the 50-yard line. That's so cool. Hey, I had this question the other day, and I knew you'd be the guy to ask. Can can uh, folks sign up uh, to run as a team? Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. Our team competitions are, are one of our most popular um, sign-ups. Team Chevron, obviously, the presenting sponsor, comes out every year and brings you know over 100 uh, employees. But we've got local um, small businesses and gyms in the area that, that are always trying to beat Team Chevron and um, historically bring out over 100 folks just from their company or their club. And so it's a great way to, you know, throw a party and get your get your get all your friends and coworkers together and come out and run, uh, you know, not super serious and a great way to get excited about Saints football. You know, there's another aspect to this, speaking of teams and, and participation and whatnot, that I guess I didn't know about, and I hope that I haven't blown it by ask, not asking you this before, but I, I guess I read something, Jamie, that you can actually participate in this without actually being there. How does that work? Yeah. Well, this is a new one this year. We added a remote 5K. The last few years we've gotten you know, numerous requests as this event has grown and gotten bigger and, and the, the word has spread. Um, there's Saints fans all over the Gulf Coast that want to participate but just can't drive. So um, we've created the remote 5K option. And the week of the event, once if, if you're signed up for the remote 5K, we're going to send you out the same T-shirt and the same finisher's medal. And then, you know, on your honor, you're going to have to go out and run three miles on your own. But it's your way to uh, participate as a Saints fan during kickoff on, on uh, Saturday, September 9th. And, and we've actually got a couple hundred folks already that are doing the remote 5K, knowing they can't make it to New Orleans but want to participate. That is really cool. That is really cool. Uh, Jamie, tell everybody where they can go to make sure they get this information we've talked about and actually either register for the race in downtown New Orleans or do it remotely. Yeah, it's saints5k.com, so very easy to find. Um, you go on, you just click register. It's a few steps. Um, one of the things I want to say is uh, all net proceeds um, go to two charities, Louisiana Children's Museum and new this year, the Friends of City Park, New Orleans. 
And the, the relationship with Friends of City Park is pretty cool because some of the benefits are going to be used to for the restoration for Tad Gormley Stadium um, in City Park. So, you know, New Orleans, University of New Orleans track teams there, but there's also high school football. So it's a great way for our race to uh, give back to the city of New Orleans. Great, great news on that. And I appreciate you uh, informing of that as well. Oh, informing of us, us of that. I can't say it today. Uh, thanks for passing along the news, Jamie. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and all, yeah. all the best to you guys in organizing what is, as you mentioned, become kind of a, a, a part of the fabric of opening weekend for us and the NFL season. So all the best, and I hope that you, I hope that you have more this year than you can ever imagine. Well, thank you very much, and uh, all you Saints fans, uh, hurry up and sign up at saints5k.com. And we'll see you on September 9th in Champion Square. Perfect. And everybody, don't forget, beat the Tuesday deadline so you don't have to pay the full price. Fair enough, Jamie? Is that okay that I say That's that? That's correct. Okay. It is. Very yep. good. Very good. Jamie Monroe, Easy Day Sports, Saints5krun.com. That's right around the corner. Good to have him here on this Wednesday. Great also to have Arthur Millette today on the program. And also from the Baltimore Ravens, Garrett Downing. Get us ready for tomorrow night's game against the Saints at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That'll do it for us in the Black and Blue Report for this Wednesday. I'm Sean Kelly. We'll see you on Friday. Enjoy the ballgame, everybody.